You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Chasing Maria Menounos After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Chasing Maria Menounos After Show. Welcome to AfterBuzz TV, everybody. I'm Tia, your host, and joining me today, I'll let them introduce themselves to my right. Happy, Happy Rocky Rocky Star. Star. Oh, because I was dancing, you mean? Because I know all the words. Start from the bottom, now we're here. You're up. <laughs> Love a little Drake. <laughs> DJ Jesse Janity. Stephanie Bauer. Hey, guys. I'm Jessica King. Welcome. And today we're talking about Chasing Maria episode four. It's called Back to My Roots. Mm-hmm. The back. guys go back to Beantown, which I love. My, I mean, this my was hometown best. too. Yeah, this was the best episode yet. It just yeah. keeps getting better and better. Mm-hmm. Your hometown, my hometown, your mm-hmm. hometown. It's like not ours, but we still love yeah. it. Whatever. Oh, <laughs> what, what is this shy girl act we have going on over here right now, Stephanie <laughs> Bell? What do you want? Hi, I'm Stephanie. What do you want her to slap you in the face? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not from Boston. Sorry. Uh, it's all right. No, 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 Listen, this- we're not all perfect. This We're not all perfect. That's just how it is. Shot first. I wasn't gonna wear my shades, but okay. I need to put the shades. It's getting gangster. Guys, this is my favorite show. I mean, this was the one I was looking forward to the most by mm-hmm. far, and it didn't disappoint. Yeah, it did not. It did not. I it don't know, not. but it, it was. Not. It really was the tension between Kathy and Maria. I mean, I had like knots in my stomach. I'm like, oh my god, I feel like really awkward for her. It's just that that relationship you can you can see the strain in the relationship. It's and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It is uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable. Yes. I mean, when when you're watching something on television and you're sitting there and your skin's kind of crawling, like there are ants underneath it, mm-hmm. you know that that's real. Yeah, that, that's not staged. Nothing's happening, and it, it's really awkward. But I love how we come full circle tonight and where we start and where we end. And there's really character growth here, and and these characters are real people. So there's mm-hmm. people growth. I mean, right. that, and that's amazing. Absolutely. I don't. My my thing is is you know with Kathy, I love how opposite she is because I think it's really helpful for Kevin, you know, to kind of for Kevin to be reminded mm-hmm. his roots and kind of remember like, oh yeah, I do need to write because I think he does mm-hmm. get caught up. You know, uh, at the end, Maria talked about you know you're the one that said you know writing a press releases this gets gives you the same feeling that writing a script does and I'm sure in the moment he says that but mm-hmm. because you're not actually doing what you love and I, mm-hmm. I like that his mom you know forces him to remember that yeah that's yeah. a good point I mean this episode is for Maria to go back to remember where she came from and that's so she doesn't get caught up in the LA hype and realize how lucky she is but Kevin has to go back to where he came from too but for a totally different mm-hmm. reason to mm-hmm. remember oh wait this is what I want to be doing so it's a really good point right it's really easy to get caught up in LA I mean <laughs> to oh, get yeah. like <laughs> distracted but speaking of character growth like mm-hmm. I know all about awkward relationships with mother-in-laws oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different day um, and like a lot of older women 
can have a tendency to stick to their ways and not really want to see a different side. So I was really excited to see Maria take that extra step and open up and be the yeah. you know bigger person and reach out. So. Because really nothing yeah. is scarier than going to see the in-laws. Exactly. Right. But even though you say that, that was crazy because after 15 years, really you would think that they would be like family the way that Lisa and Costas are family to Kevin. Mm-hmm. But we know that's not the case. Right. And like we were talking about, it's kind of like the domino effect, you know. If Kathy brings Kevin back down to earth, and then Kevin can do that for Maria, mm-hmm. and then, you know, right. so we're dominoing, and it, and it all works, and it starts with the parents. Right. But it's such a, it's such a different perspective, right? Because Lisa and Costas, you know, they have nothing but, you know, they're so grateful to right. Kevin. Right. What Kevin's done for Maria's career, I mean, it sounds like Kevin is like the man, you know, yeah. the, the Oz, you know, yeah. like the man behind the curtain, yeah. right? And like, it sounds like he he did so much for Maria, especially in the beginning, getting her to where she is today. And you know, from Kevin, from Kathy's perspective, Kevin's mom, you know, she feels like Maria now doesn't do enough for Kevin. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's just a completely different. You know, they're coming from opposite ends, of right? The and she also feels like no one knows how much Kevin has done for Maria. So right. that's a totally different perspective, also, because it's like we all know that story, but. From the outside looking in, it looks like it's just Maria, Maria, Maria. Sure. What do you guys think about this 50-50 thing we keep hearing? You know, it's supposed to be 50-50. 50% about Kevin, 50% about Maria. Is that how relationships are supposed to be? 100%. And I'm going to say this about this situation. Yes, I'm sure Kevin, which I'm not sure, I know, Kevin handles a lot of things visually that, and and even physically because he'd be building and doing all types of shit. (laughs) But... At the same time, there is something keeping him there with Maria. So, you know, I, I just feel like people give in different ways. You know, mm-hmm. some, pe- some people Doesn't give. Some some situations, one person gives financially, and that's their way of, you know, uh, being, providing, their providing their being loved, and, you know. Contributing where, to the relationship. Right, yeah. and with, Ke- you know, Kevin, it's like maybe he doesn't need that in return. Maybe he just wants a certain affection that Maria gives. You know, I, I just think that a little something, for people something. to, right, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, I wasn't going that way. <laughs> but that is included, too. That's included, too. My mind is dirty. But, but that's <laughs> mutual, you know, mutually beneficial. So we're just talking about that's one true. Well, sometimes. Oh, we have gone oh, <laughs> All right, but no, but but my but really the thing is is that you know this whole fifty fifty. I think every relationship, in order for it to work, you we'll know, give a little take. Yeah, yeah, I think it has to be fifty fifty for fifteen years. There has to be fifty fifty there. Mm-hmm. Now, this is Kevin's mom we're talking about, mm-hmm. so obviously she's looking at it like the mother bird, and she wants biased, to protect her baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and she doesn't understand the the side of. Oh, well, yeah, Maria's the talent. She's on camera. Kevin does not want to be on camera talking about Kim Kardashian and all right. this. You know, yeah. he likes that position. I think that that's a conversation that he really needs to instill in his mom because sure. I don't think she's really getting it. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's crazy because this might not make much sense out loud, but I feel like it's actually when I, we see them, it's 100-100. And they're both giving each other mm-hmm. 100% of mm-hmm. what they have. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's about. And... The way that the show, I'm watching it and I'm like, wow, I've never thought about it like this. But if if you are somebody's parent, you see it a little differently. You are a little biased. But when I look at them, I think that they are both rising and they are rising together because they give each other 100%. And when we had Kevin in studio last week, he talks about how he sat down with Maria and he said, of the two of us right now, 
I'd bet on you. And so we're going to rise you to the top and I'm going to push you up there and you're going to pull me with you and I'm going to keep pushing and you're going to keep pulling and we're going to get up there together. And now guess what? They're famous. And (laughs) guess what? Kevin has all of these resources and his career can skyrocket. It's not like he's 90 years old, you know? He still has so much time to do what he wants to do. Sure. So now it's about balancing between the two of them, and that's where the 50-50 comes in. Yeah. I think, and I think that's the important point that Kathy still maybe hasn't grasped. Right. She, she hasn't seen that yet, that Maria's wins are also Kevin's wins, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And people contribute to relationships differently, you mm-hmm. know? And, and it's exactly what you were saying. It's that, you know, the push and the pull, yeah. and they're doing it beautifully. And sometimes you're the pusher and sometimes yeah. you're the puller. And and sometimes, you know, exactly. That's that's it right there in a nutshell. And and so Not often so glamorous. <laughs> the pusher and the puller. Um why am I thinking dirty thoughts again? I was thinking <laughs> drug dealers what? and oh no. You're I can't. A yeah, I know. Mean girls references, drug dealing. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen the unedited version of what Kathy said to Kevin in the kitchen because mm-hmm. In you know, I feel like for her when she sat in there with Maria, you know, she said, "Oh, we have, you know, we have so many people watching you on such a Bostonian. Oh, that was a, <laughs> so many people watching you on Extra, and you know, they're always asking me if you're as nice on TV as you are in person. Shade, oh, yeah. I caught yeah, that. Yeah. That was so much shade in this episode. Yeah. But uh, and how know, about that? She answered sometimes. <laughs> I was like, oh, Mama Kathy. <laughs> she was not she playing. She took a turn. No. Oh. She was like, oh, you wanted to say that on the podcast? That's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm going to say it on the reality show. I was like, wow, you don't mess with Kathy. No. People ask you guys that all the time because when I say that I work for Maria or I know her, people always say to me, is she as nice as she well, seems my mom, on camera? My mom's like, she's yeah. just such a sweetheart. Is she just the sweetest thing? <laughs> and we're like, sometimes. No. We're like, yeah, <laughs> no. But my thing is like, what do people think? Like she rips her face off? And I know. Into like a reptile. Because <laughs> you hear stories of a lot of pe- like celebrities like that, yeah. and so I think it's. Like, I get that question all the time too. She's just not one of them. She's yeah, amazing. Exactly. Yeah. And and same with Kevin. I was saying tonight, I can't believe how natural he is on camera. Well, like, did you guys think I? We saw a totally different side of Kevin because he was so like. Yes, mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole episode, though, I, I think he was just prepping himself for arriving in Boston, but he was just. Well, like I'll go get the dogs now. I'll go get the babies, and um, maybe like he just seemed very like it was a softer side of different, yeah. very yeah. So- yeah but you know softer. when you go home? Do you guys ever go home and visit your parents, and you get back into their house? You and morph. It, yeah, you morph. Back. It's like I'm staying in my old bed, and yes. my dad's like telling me what to do, You're and like, I'm like, "Mommy, yeah, all right, okay, exactly." <laughs> and so I, I feel like we really saw this. It doesn't matter how old you are. Not that Kevin's ancient, but you know he's yeah. been out of the house for a really long time. He goes home, and his mom's there, and he's like. Little and he boy. knows what yeah. he's going to tell his mom. Yeah, too that's why he was nervous about that. Right. Do course. you think that he did the right thing in the kitchen where he automatically started kind of telling Kathy exactly what she wanted to hear by saying, Yeah, I don't do enough for myself and I don't do this and I don't do that? Um, because then if he's doing that on the side with Kathy, um, he's kind of just telling her everything Fueling she thinks the is fire. right. Exactly. Well, that's why I said I w- I'd really like to see the unedited version to see mm-hmm. how that conversation, because I feel like. It's a little edited to make Kathy look maybe a little more like a spitfire. Because I mm-hmm. wonder if she really said, you know, it's fine what you're doing. Because I thought she was going to bug out about she the Greek thing. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. didn't. Yeah. But, you know, but I wonder if she sits there and says, you know, it's fine that you're pushing, pushing Maria. But mm-hmm. sometimes, maybe on Sunday, you don't. 
Yeah. You know, and I, I'd like to know uh, with Maria, like, you know, because sometimes, like, for her to make that co- that comment really stuck out to me about, well, you tell me the press release thing mm-hmm. uh, uh, satisfies yeah. you. I'd really like to know, like, do you get caught up with work and so much that, you know, you could really think that that really would mm-hmm. please somebody? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know, because I'm just like, I just know Kevin. And I know that that's something he would say, because in the moment, he knows that press release has to get done. Mm-hmm. And... It is important body of work, yeah, and you know right. that's his way to kind of get that writing. Well, out. in terms of yeah. Kathy too, with the the pressure and fueling the fire and whatnot, you got to remember this is probably something that he's been hearing for the past fifteen mm, right. years. <laughs> right. So at some point, you're just like, "Yes, mom. Okay, yeah, mom. Mother. Yeah, yes, mother. mother. Whatever you say." I don't even know if he was telling her what she wanted to hear as much as every time she says it, he probably kind of feels a little bad about something. You know, like she brings it up, and he's like. I know I maybe I thought something was going to change and it hasn't changed since the last time or you know I haven't been back here for a while and I figured by the next time I was back here things might be a little different Mm -hmm. so I I don't really feel like he's yupping her as much as he doesn't really know how to justify things sometimes like Mm -hmm. "Mm, I don't really know what to say to you you're not completely wrong you're not completely right either but we've beating a dead horse at this point you know and also no matter how old you get I feel like there's always going to be that part of you that wants mommy's approval that wants to hear what she has to say so it's like rather than argue it you kind of kind of just go along with it you know mm-hmm. sure but it's also i feel like a, a theme in kevin's life you know i think he really does want to continue writing and wants maria to back him more and mm-hmm. I, and that's what this whole episode was about right it was maria seeing how much kevin actually does for her mm-hmm. and and maybe you know allowing him to do more of to achieve his own dreams. Mm-hmm. Right. What we have at the very core is two artists. Yeah. yeah. And when you have two artists in a relationship, sometimes it's very difficult because you can't both express your artwork at the same time always. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it goes hand in hand. For example, Serial Buddies, where Maria mm-hmm. gets to act and Kevin gets to direct and whatever it is, you know, and they get to do it together, but not always. And when artists aren't creating then they're suffering. Right. That's just yeah. what art, who artists are. So I, I do think that even if Kevin's claiming these press releases, you know, he is on team get things done, but mm-hmm. that can't be fulfilling this need to create art because sure. that's not what writing press releases are, you know? Right. Um, so I, I do think at some point we have to give, and by we, I mean us as the team, Maria, whoever it is, we have to give Kevin what he needs because mm-hmm. right now Maria is getting what she needs. And at some point... Something's got to give a little bit, and Kevin has to fulfill this urge. Absolutely. So I don't know when we have time for that, but it's got to come out somewhere, right? And Kev did say that he sometimes feels taken for granted, so right. definitely mm-hmm. needs to have some Kev time. Yeah, for Kev sure. Time. Kev time. And I Kev think time. he, I think he started to show Maria a little bit, like, hey, listen, like appreciate me mm-hmm. a little bit more, you know. And I thought he did that beautifully by. Mm-hmm taking her down to Fenway Park and, you know, having her old boss come out. And what did you guys think of that? Do you think he was like, he was like sideswiping her a little bit, but he he surprised her. Yeah. It shows that he's smart. Like he's not going to sit there and say, wait, where you are right now, I feel like you're missing where you're from. Instead, he's like, oh, let me casually just show you to our old buddy over here. Oh, remember when you were doing this? And she gets right back into it. And I was 
so excited to see this scene. It's a completely yeah. different side of Maria yeah. than we see all of the time and all dressed up and glamorous and, and she's so beautiful and we see her interviewing people and doing things and we're seeing her serving sausages. Yeah, yeah. it's like the most unattractive thing. And her, her Boston accent well, came out too. Did you oh guys I don't know about that. Females with sausages. Could be. <laughs> but she was hustling and it was amazing. You know, she's yeah. like, come get your sausage. Like, I literally thought this was everything and seeing them back then because we didn't none of us knew them back then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was unbelievable mm-hmm. well actually jesse i think you might have known them back then. yeah well, anyway i, I knew I, maria I, back yeah. then but like uh the thing that was really cool is that um here in la we're so used to the event what time is the event mm-hmm. the event is here so mm-hmm. i thought it was really cool that kevin knew maria enough to say meet me on these yeah. streets and yeah, she's like no, we go into a game yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> real excited she shows up but the cool part about it is that she had just as much fun yep. working the sausage, yep. going back there and just mm-hmm. kind of connecting with mm-hmm. the people. You know, it wasn't about the event. It was yep. about, wow, look where we are. And then from there, you know, they went to the pizza place, which... Okay, uh, don't, throw, <laughs> don't throw your shade at Pizzeria Regina. Amazing. No, you, I when I go to Boston, it. I need Papa Gina's oh, in my life. Oh, it is only a Boston thing. You cry. I mean, it's good, but Pizzeria Regina is everything. Where's where is that? I've North never end. been. Right. North end. I'll take you. Oh, but you've right heard now. of Papaginos, right? I no, nobody's heard of that, Jesse. <laughs> you have, uh, of course. Oh, Shane's right. coming out again. Okay. Okay. Just saying. Okay. Regina's doesn't seem like it's not a chain. Oh, it is. There's a oh, few of them. It's not a big chain. This like is a serious Boston question. Like conversation. Honestly, I think that. Pizzeria Regina trumps Papa Gino's oh. nine out of ten. I'm, I'm writing it. Goodbye. Goodbye. We'll make a trip back, and I'll definitely. I'll be like. Leave it in the comments, y'all. Like Papa Pop, Gino's or Pizzeria Regina, whatever. Okay. Oh my gosh, she's actually writing. I love it. I'll text <laughs> you the number, the address, you know everything. The number. I think too. it's amazing because the you number. Know, Maria's so cool because she sits and has a beer and eats pizza. Mm-hmm. Like, that is somebody who hasn't let Hollywood completely affect them, you know? Mm-hmm. Because you see all these people. It was an ongoing joke at the Oscars this year where they have the pizza delivered. And yeah. some, of the, some of the actors are like, no, thank you. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, my diet. Thinking, like, God damn it, have a piece of pizza. Yeah. Like, yeah. come on. Lupita, like, you know you want to buy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be in you You're somewhere hungry. that you want that pizza. So I think it's cool. We see her. She's, she's drinking her beer. She's eating her pizza. She's back in Boston. She's serving sausages. Hell yeah. This is who you are. Inside you. This is where you came from. Mm-hmm. And I love she's mm-hmm. still hanging out with Joe and Kevin. Like, oh, she yeah. could be visiting, you know, with all her old friends. And like, Alyssa. showing off. Like, look at me. But she's just, like, with Kevin and Joe. And kicking yeah. it. And yeah. I liked it because you really could kind of go back in that place and yes. picture them exactly picture them what they were like, and, like oh, 15, sure. 15 years ago. That yeah, I insane. love that. I don't know I about you that. guys, but I was like tearing up during the basement oh. scene. Yeah. I feel like you were tearing up before. You knew it was coming. You were tearing up for you the second you knew yourself. what tonight's episode was. <laughs> I was. I was, I was like, like, I'm totally going to cry. I know. And yeah. I was. I'm I was okay. like, don't wear the makeup. No. But it was it was so touching to see them. Yeah. Absolutely, Jesse. It's like you can see what they were like when they were living in that basement and you know, it's it's a struggle, and and when you have huge dreams like they have, it, you know, you're like, oh my god, when am I going to achieve that? When's that going to happen? We're living in a basement right now. That's our reality, you know, not yeah. living in LA and having successful careers. 
And mm-hmm. so it was really touching to see that part of them, I thought. Um, it was, and shout yeah. out to Nance. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Nance. Like, there's a new chair so in a cute. Yeah. Oh. I love but her. People who do that so out of the goodness sweet. of their heart, it's amazing. And honestly, what Maria said really got to me when she said, I can, I remember being down here and just dreaming and dreaming. Mm-hmm. And whatever the adversities you're going through, you know, some people don't have the money. Some people have different challenges in life. And mm-hmm. it's just something that people can relate to you know she wasn't born into this clearly and and she didn't come from this world and sitting in in basically this box and just thinking like one day one day Mm -hmm. it's really touching because Mm -hmm. people can relate to that you know people are sitting at home and they're watching this on I don't know maybe the little TV that they can (laughs) find at the bar or whatever and they're thinking they have to go home to their crappy apartment and Mm -hmm. and their low end jobs where they're making minimum wage and it's not enough to pay their bills and they're thinking one day and Maria is that one day you know which is so effing cool it was such like a raw emotion that's what got to me especially to hear Marie say this was the worst time of my life and to have them go down there and reminisce about like they had each other but that was it and they clung to each other yeah exactly and even to hear Maria say like Kevin believed in me more than I believed in myself like that's Mm -hmm. what it took for them to get out of there it's just like everyone has those dreams you know and to see that they where they came from what they started at like that's worse than a lot of people that moved to LA sure no most couples and if you have like a part-time job or something you can like save up money to have a small even a studio apartment the fact that they were living in a basement that you know that means they were like Kevin broke. said, the the window broke and they covered it with a, a record. record. Yeah, like right. And speaking yeah. of Kevin, Kevin, hey, Kevin's in the house. Uh, oh, we need a little down today. Yeah, this is the same vibe we were feeling on the show. Yeah. Oh. Do you want to talk about something? I know it's getting rough night, huh? Yeah, oh, we were just we were just talking about the the basement. And and how we just got to the basement. Scene. Not fun, you guys. Just not. Yeah. No, but you know, I think I feel like it's so relatable. You know, so yeah. many people are watching the show and and being like, "Damn, like I have I have huge dreams too." And I'm maybe they're there where you know in, in their own basement, you know, and and they don't know when their dreams are going to come true. And you guys just showed that. In a nutshell, and it might sound cliche, but yeah, it can happen, and dreams can come true if and you work you really hard. Continue to do it because I mean, I know a lot of us here have gone through that, and you really yeah. mentor us because you've been there. Yeah, and been there, yeah. You, really, you, you cater to that, but as we joke about the misfits, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you really cater to to that crowd versus reaching out and getting, you know, the superstars. You look for people who have that heart and like uh, it's it amazes me that you were that back then and that you have continued to be that same person you know and it was also hard too you guys because the outside forces we were dealing with sure. yeah i saw the just... picture you posted on instagram today that you didn't really sit on the show but your caption was like everyone talked oh, about it was us awful. everyone I mean, talked shit yeah. but we just hung out with well, each they other were mean they just were mean like, right. people were really mean to us well the that. fact that you were living in somebody you know nance's basement yeah and when both of you had families you know that right. you couldn't go to yeah, Maria's yeah. family, you couldn't go to your family. You guys were yeah. like on your own, and, and, you were and it fa- sounded like no support. Not, Nobody was no, supportive. No, 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 no. It was you were losers, you were failures, and right. uh, and you were crazy. <laughs> and uh, you know, so it was also it wasn't just. I would have loved it if it was in my mom's basement or if it was Maria's. You know, if you mm-hmm. yeah. so that's hard enough. But then to have, like I said, all those things going against you and. You know, for, I also worked as a construction worker and I bartender because what I had to pay off all Maria's debts. Maria was like, you know, had all her student loans and she had all the credit card bills. Right. What so I, mm-hmm. I think it's amazing how a lot of times you see people and they say, 
I don't know what to do. Pick my career or pick my relationship. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're contradicting with each other right now, and I have to go one path or the other. It's amazing that you guys actually were able to cling to each other and and help each other grow to the top because you never did make her pick, which is I, I think so admirable. And we were just talking about here how how crazy it is that you guys found each other and that you you were able to. I'm gonna go with the push and pull again, guys. Yeah, yeah do it, do it. It's, you it's know, perfect. You're you're pushing her up, and she's pulling you, and you're pushing her. And when she can't raise herself anymore, you're there to push her. And then when she gets up there, she pulls you. And I just think that's so cool that you guys are able to do that for each other, as a, as opposed to have to leave each other because you need to work on your careers. You know, you have to do it together. I think the other thing that uh, you know, obviously, it's a ha- 22 minutes, so it's not in there. But um, so I I didn't want to come back to LA that's not what I wanted I wanted to be an indie filmmaker stay in Boston I was done with LA I'd done it I you know was head writer out here and you know I, I worked on a lot of TV shows and I was I was something I just I wanted to stay home because I love Boston and so when Maria got Channel One she said I got the job but I'm not going to take it because I know you don't want to go out to LA and I'm like are you insane you're totally going it's not you know it's not we it and and then she said well I'm not going without you so I said, okay, well, I'll go. And what am, I said, but Maria, I said, I really want to work here. What am I going to do out there? She's like, well, you, you're going to help me. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I've never done this before. You know, and I had worked with Jenny McCarthy before that, Carmen Electra. So I, I'd been involved in uh, uh, girls early in their careers and kind of grooming them and seeing them grow. And at the time when Jenny first grew, which you guys are probably all kids, it was explosive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was I everywhere. To be her. There was a Jenny meter in, the, in in Entertainment Weekly because of how much press and how big she was. Right. So, to, so to be a part of all of that and then to bring in Carmen who was new and be part of that process to get Carmen in there because you know, I had a lobby to get her in there and then the same thing. And so I, so with Maria, it was, it was easy at that point. What was the difference about Maria though, Kevin? Like, Why was she the one that you stuck with and stuck behind? I mean, not that you're not close with all these other people that you helped create their careers but what was it about maria that made you be like this is the one that i'm going to stick with oh i would have stuck with any of them just as far as if they had a dream okay but i was in love with maria so obviously it was going to be different but i mean what was what was different about maria and i I see it in you too Susie, and 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 i see with you steph and i see with you just too is that uh and it's something about reporters i always say Mm -hmm. than just your standard actress or your singer you know, I always talk even guys out here that are having a hard time dating, and the city's just filled with actresses. And mm-hmm. I'm like, just date a reporter, <laughs> you know, because if it's if if they act and do all those other things, it's fine. But I don't know, reporters just they're they're responsible, they're good moms, they're good wives, they're good. There's just so many great things about them. They care about you. They ask you questions. Yeah, they can be a girlfriend. <laughs> sure. I'm not saying an actress can't, but. It's rare. It's, yeah. You, well, they have to be, listen, they have to be very self-absorbed. Then mm-hmm. they have to get into these roles and they have to give the Everybody role their life. Role. So that's really hard. And then they, they go on these sets. They travel all the time. And you get in these make-believe relationships and you believe they're real. Mm. Yeah. You know, you fall in love. Uh, you know, you're in Vancouver somewhere and it's an escape and you're away mm-hmm. from everything. And, and then it's over and then you have to become another role another person and they are all trained that way so it's it's one of the things I think it's hard for actors and actresses it's hard to be in relationships with them that's one of the things it's hard but anyway Maria um, was a good girl from a good family and she she uh, 
was willing to give up Channel One to stay with me. I said, mm. no, no, all right, we'll stay here and we'll open a little film company. And we'll make movies here. And I was like, are you crazy? We're all right. We're out of here. There's no way you're going to do No way Flight's you can do that. Booked. Well, yeah. back to the basement scene really quickly. Now that you and Maria are both on good terms with your families and have been for a while, how did they react when they see how bad it was for you guys? Like, did they know? I don't that- know. I don't know because I have not talked to them yet. I know that this week I, I spoke, spoke to my mom and she, and she was like, I said you could live with me. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> you're like, mom. I didn't want to hurt her feelings. I said, you know, mom, you were in a new relationship with Frankie. I didn't want to be intrusive. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, yeah, nobody wanted mm-hmm. us around. Aww. You know, my, and uh, and I think, it, it, listen, to my mom's credit, she had, her and my dad were best friends, and they were very similar to Marie and I, and he had just died. So mm-hmm. my mom was not in the right mind. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. she even said that. She was like, oh my, how old was, when did that? Oh, she's like, I was out of my mind. You know, mm-hmm. she really was. She was in such a mourning and survival place that she couldn't help. But I, I always do say that, um, so Cost and Lisa are great because they are on the clock. Forget it. You don't, when you're in their presence, you don't worry about anything. You don't mm-hmm. worry about eating. You don't worry about fixing. You don't worry about errands, nothing. They're that incredible. My mother, as you probably can already see, very different, very independent. Uh, you know, it's the other way around. I have to take care of my mother in that mm-hmm. regard. However, when we bought our first house, you know, we we didn't have credit, we didn't have the down payment. But when I said to my mom, you know, like we, I, when Maria went to Costas, he said, "No, I'm not giving you any money." And when I went to my mother, she said. Uh, I'm of course going to give you the money and I'll give you their side their share don't worry about it my mom's a widower yeah. mm. you take it don't even watch without blinking there was nothing like no mm. argument so that's why I always say like to Maria you got to be fair you know like your dad was like no and my mother was like anything you need and to this day was like mm. Kev do you have money you have? I'm like mom really <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean like it's crazy so so you know, you have yeah. to have this give and take. Wow. And I want to go to the kitchen scene where you kind of talk to your mom uh, because I feel like uh, maybe I, it's not, but, you know, editing, obviously, we only see a 20-minute show. Right. Uh, your mom really wants keeps pushing you know it's time for you to shine um and obviously as a son you want your mom to feel like she's rooting for you right yeah and so with that you know does your mom understand was it just kind of edited in the light that it made her look like she didn't understand you know because in that moment where she says you know i think it's time you do so much for maria it's time for you to do things for yourself enough is enough is it that she doesn't want you to dedicate your entire life to Maria or she doesn't know the side projects that you do or she, she feels just, like you need to take more maybe three days a week off to yourself she just feels that completely all of it is it's you know it's Maria's name so I purposely everything's in Maria's name I do it on purpose you know because that's my job I mm-hmm. feel like is to expand Maria's life and her brand and her career so whether I write the book or I create After Buzz or whatever it is you know um, Take Action Hollywood the charity that you know we launched I mean I put everything in Maria's name. She's the face of the company, the face of our relationship. I I don't care about that stuff. I, right. I like to just create, and I actually like to empower people, and I get a lot of energy from that. And so my mom, that's what makes her angry. She's like, yeah, but is your name is it? Are you is your name on it? Are you going to get credit for it? Why don't I have everyone come up to me and say that that's known you since the two of you or known you since you were growing up saying – we know that's Kevin. How come his name's not? So that's what she's. So, mad but about. where do you come to like a understanding with her? Like, how do you? Bridge we fought that? for years about it. Mm. For years, I fought. 
with her and it got very angry and I took it personally and I think I said this a couple of weeks ago and then I, I realized about five or six years ago what am I doing I'm, like she's a, a Joe as usual is the peacemaker which I don't know if you see it in the editing here but Joe's always the one saying hey no because in the editing he left <laughs> <you know? laughs> well, that time yeah he just walked out and he'll always walk out and he'll back down on my mother but with Marie and I he'll always be the mediator and he gives us the right side of the the story and he just was like Kevin that's your mother and she's rooting for you so to stop arguing with her with her about this mm-hmm. you know and when I and I realized like oh what am I doing why am I even arguing with a lady that's 70 years old like what am I doing you know she's only so I've come to a place where I understand she's doing it she's doing it for me mm-hmm. it's I was taking it like it was anti-Maria so I was being defensive and then I realized it's pro Kevin it and so um you know, in that scene, which they cut down, she actually pulled out a film that I made when I was seven. And I, I won an adult film festival. Oh. With the animated can film I made. So we can show it? Uh, <laughs> no, we got <laughs> she it. She took it back. And oh. she, you know, but anyway, she brought out that scene. And you know, obviously, Fred, and they, they brought it down. But that was her thing. It was just like, you know. She's um, your number one fan. Yeah. It's, it seems like she, you know, I mentioned earlier to these guys, uh, we were talking about your mom, how. Mother. Mother. Mother <laughs> right. Kathy. Um, she has trouble seeing. I mean, you no longer live in a basement. Yes, maybe your name, you know, Kevin Undergaro isn't, your name isn't everywhere. Right. Maria yeah, doesn't is, get it. But, nope. you know, Maria's wins are your wins, doesn't, too. Yeah, you know, she, but she is, she'll say what Joe will say, you know, because Joe was with me when, you know, career-wise, I was starting out with a lot, you know, a lot of big, big name writers who you guys would know right now that are big, famous with their franchises. And we all kind of started out together. And mm-hmm. I was on that path to say create a, you know, a Simpsons or it's some kind of animated, um, probably some kind of animated sitcom or or something in that field. They always, my agents always thought that I'd be the one to do that. And so Joe, my mom say, yeah, you have all this, but we actually think you you'd have more. Mm. Okay, I'm curious about. We see when you're in the basement, you say, uh, jokingly, I-, I had a plan. You know, you're walking back up the stairs and mm-hmm. you're like, I knew we wouldn't always be here. I had a plan. What was that plan? And do you feel like you succeeded in the things that you wanted to and that you are where you thought you would be? I mean, that was 15 years ago. Mm. People ask you then, well, where do you see yourself in 15, 20 years? Is this where you saw yourself? No, I mean, I never, I still don't see myself. I still think. Of you know, I you know, I still think that I'm failing. I still think that we I, we've done nothing. We have so much to go, and that's just my crazy sense of urgency that I keep to challenge myself. Mm-hmm. But um, I had just lost my film in a really tragic circumstance, and uh, I felt as though my life and my career was finished. But I said, you know, Maria, you're young. You have it all ahead of you. And I, so basically, I was like, listen, they've done everything. Everything's been done to me. It's gonna be done. Um, you'll have no better protector than me. I'm like, I'll be your guardian angel, you know, and, but I so believe in you. And if, um, it's like that cliche between a coach and, um, uh, a student, where I said, if you listen to, if you listen to, if you listen to me, you know, if you listen to everything I say, you know, we, we can do this. I really believe in you. And I did know that it was just a matter of time. As soon as once we got channel one, I was like, done. I was like, come on, Lisa Ling and, and Anderson Cooper start were there. Of course, Maria is going to do at least as good as they do, if not more. I was like, that's a, it to me is a no brainer. How no one else saw that, I still don't understand. Mm-hmm. To, you know, I understand, I could see if we didn't have that job, but knowing that, um, it was a done deal. And the guy, Dennis, our old boss, if you go to the extras on oxygen.com, you'll hear him 
say Kevin always said she's going to be famous. Watch, mm-hmm. he's, and he's like, we are, and he they love telling that story back <laughs> there on the carny business. They're like, you know, it was Kevin. He always said, and we thought he was crazy. He was like, this girl's going to be famous. She's going to be big. But I've always known. I, I always say, like, you know, Beth Bears at the Geffen Theater. I'm like famous. I always, I just always know the people that have are going to be successful, have what it takes. And that's a matter of if they want to do it and make the wise choices. Mm-hmm. Well, in tonight's episode, Maria says that you made the choice to drop your career for her. But then on the other hand, you say that you sometimes feel taken for granted. So, like, where do you draw that line? Like, it seems like it's a very thin line. I think there's, you know, it's when I look at these things and I see my, especially when I see myself swear, I go, oh, my God, I think I've got some anger issues. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have to go to, I think I need to go lie on the couch and talk about my feelings. <laughs> some more. Well, here you are. Okay, you're on a couch. <laughs> you're I on know. a couch. Uh, but I think, I think it's just, you know, natural. There, There's times. Um it's like anything. If you if someone just gets used to something, it gets spoiled. Do you remember his dad says it all the time? He's like, you spoiled her. I don't feel bad for you, Kevin. I told you from the beginning, you spoiled her. You mm. all you did was do everything for her and and baby her and say, you know, now you're stuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, there's times so where I can get taken for granted, but it's not her fault. It's just that I did, I made that yeah. happen. Well, I when think it's only said, appropriate. I'm sorry. When you said in the kitchen, I died. When you're like, oh my oh, god, you let sh- it, you shaded her so bad. You're like, let her feel at home. Let her just people clean up <laughs> after. Her. Oh my god, I like was dying. Oh, I thought it's all it your a, fault. I think it's appropriate that you were the one that made her into the diva that she is, and then you were the one that brought her back to yes. the sausage cart outside yeah. of Fenway Park. How to bring her back? Three sixty. But I, I, I want to say we talk about fifty fifty in being in a relationship, and obviously there's things that you know you're physically putting Maria on camera and get you know she her, her name is getting everywhere. But obviously she's giving something back to you oh, that we're God. not seeing. You know, um, I think I think you, you know if you see all the blessings we have. I mean, well, you know, obviously from uh, you know our life, our lifestyle. I mean, it's it's endless and. Susie, you know, because you're the closest to Maria, you know, career wise, but you, it's really, really hard to be on camera, to be famous. Everyone's poking at you. And I know it's like, oh, poor me. Like, no, I live with it. It's really hard. There's not a lot of sleep involved. There's a lot of pressure. And that's what the good things. I, Roxy, we, you know, we talk about this all the time. I tell the kids at AfterBuzz, if you're not willing to cut throats, or sleep your way to the top. Guess what? It's going to be really hard out here. You know, so Maria's a good girl. You guys are all good girls. I know you are. And so when all those outside forces, oh, my God, this business is just, I always say, I think probably said in the other one is I always blur because I talk so much, but Wall Street has fame on the line, so you've got greedy. Here you have fame. Uh, excuse me, it's fortune on the line in Wall Street, which is good greed. And here you've got fame and fortune, which is greed and sick. You know, <laughs> like you just have crazy, twisted, uh, narcissistic people here who are cruel and vicious. And it's hard enough on the guys. But we're guys, we can fight. It's so hard on women. You got, you know, and, and the women who are good women, you know, it's really hard between the other women that are jealous of you. The guys who are worse, they're bigger divas than the girls. And they, and because they're guys, they have the gene to fight. Right. So they're vicious and they're jealous. And the problem is with your, you, you girls, your end of the business, with entertainment journalism especially, it's your, it's really a woman's game. Yeah. It just is in general. It's a woman's game. And I'm sorry, you know, if, if this sounds stereotypical, then maybe it's a gay guy's game. Then it's a straight guy's game. 
and the straight guys that are in it, <laughs> they don't take it very well. You know, it, it was, I remember for years, Chris Hardwick was such a good guy with Jenny and Carmen. Like, he got it. I'm like, listen, it's their time right now. Mm-hmm. But that's every, all eyes just kind of go on them. It's just how it is. Acting's different. You know, in the acting game, unless you're Meryl Streep, you know, it's a small window for women, but guys, they, they age like cheese, right. you know, and they're, they, it's a, it's a, it's different. But in this end of the business, it's really harder on the women because the women are the ones who are more sought after. They get more attention and it drives the guys bonkers. And the guys, because they're guys, they know how to fight and they're mean. It's crazy listening to you talk about this because we were just discussing all these people who come up to us and say, just like your mom did, is Maria really like this? Is she this nice in person? And I think it's a testament to who she is that she is a host and she created a company with you called AfterBuzz to bring hosts to the front, you know? And so it clearly shows she's not scared. She's not trying to take anybody else's job. To give other hosts spotlights. When women in this industry are willing to stab another woman for a job, Mm. she instead is sitting here saying, actually, I would like all of these women to work yeah. and I want to start a company and a platform so that you can be on air because I wish somebody did that for me which is unbelievable because you see that just about never out here right. and I, I think it's amazing no. that you guys have attracted people to this place that are just like that if I'm not right for a job or even if I am I'm going to call these women and say guess what there's this whatever it is because that's what this place teaches people yeah. mm-hmm. and you look at Maria and you look at you and you see that instead of stabbing people you're literally handing yeah, them a no. silver platter which is right. crazy so I think it speaks for itself is Maria really like this in person is Kevin really like this in person well look at the millions of dollars that you guys have spent on the studio yeah, no. and, and, no, and if yeah. it were me and Phil and Jesse you know it's just, these just to be audio It's but, but Maria was like Kevin you know even though I know all your numbers are in audio the hosts aren't going to get ahead unless it's video. Right. So she was the one who insisted. And that's what reels. really drove our numbers, our, you know, our finances up because of mm-hmm. the equipment that goes into streaming uh, on video. And, and that was Maria. And, yeah, Renee had extra. Maria's always – and Terry, Maria's always pulling them aside and coaching them. Listen, this, this. You want to do this. You want to do that. Here, talk to my publicist. Talk to my agent. And then at all of our other jobs, she's been like that. And I think of um, the girls here – you know, and I've told you guys, you know, when the time, I always tell the girls here, Susie, you know, when, when, they, when you're really close in a job, mm-hmm. like it's down to you and three other people, that's when Maria goes in. So, you know, one of our first hosts, Jackie Moran, who I'm so proud of, she came up to us very shyly at a book signing years ago, and I hope I don't embarrass her. Cute, <laughs> cutest, sweetest girl. And I'm just a fan of Maria's and, you know, I don't know, you know, I would like to be a host one day if you have any advice. So Maria, we went to work, we're doing this thing after buzz and give us your information. And we did, and we stayed in touch. And then, um, she did everything right. She invested in herself. She started flying out here on her own to do our Dancing with the Stars coverage. Next thing you know, the Dancing with the Stars contestants started passing ET access just to get to Jackie because she was so good. Mm. And then VH, she was down, she applied for something, VH1's morning buzz and it came down to her and a few other people. Maria said, all right, give me the phone. She called up the, one of the executives there. And the executive said, it is so rare for a female to do this for another female, Maria. Thank you. And and by the way, yeah, like we love her. We're going to go with her. And there's been other, there's been many, many other great examples since then. Um, I think it's probably because she's felt the other side of it, the, mm-hmm. you know, being competitive. I mean, and for me, you guys know what I'm most sensitive to is being in the basement, not having anything, not having a place to live, not having a eat food, not have you know, we always try to even have food here. We always have we have 
it's been a lot of people who quietly have lived in the studios <laughs> without yeah. anyone knowing yeah. but because we don't embarrass them. But, you know, I'm sensitive to that because as a male, you're expected to provide. And, you know, when you're in that, you're emasculating that way, it just hurts. And I see a lot of pain in some of the kids here. And I, I know how much it hurts when you believe in yourself, you believe in your dream, and your, your parents don't either. They're wealthy parents who don't get it or middle-class parents who just want to see you have a job with benefits. Mm-hmm. Or if it's the Romeo and Juliet syndrome, I think a lot of people relate to that. The parents, we've had a lot of, um, we've heard from a lot of minorities. We've heard from um, a lot of gay couples, you know, with this episode saying, you know, I, I feel, I know exactly what you go through, I you know, with our uh, parents not accepting us for who we are. And, um, you know, my best, th- what I always say is I, I think you stick it out because even the worst parents, they come around. They really mm-hmm. do. Just don't fight back. St- st- you know, stay good. Be good to each other. Keep working together. Be honest. And eventually the, the parents, I think, go say to themselves, what, you know, what are we doing? Why are we beating up these two nice kids who don't, you know, they work hard. They have, you know, they have good intentions. It's It's now on us. And especially when it, father time creeps up on them, they start realizing like, Sure, life's too short. Yeah. And you're talking about how you're hearing this feedback, and I just want to let everybody know. So if if you guys want, of course, that's Twitter, which we'll give you guys out later, but always on iTunes and YouTube, rate, comment, subscribe. We read everything that you guys write. You guys are amazing fans of the show and of our after show. It's been incredible. Um, Jesse, do you want to remind them about the competition that we have going on? Hell yeah, if you guys want to join <laughs> us in our lovely little competition, all you guys got to do is hashtag Chasing Maria, and in the video, it has to be a video, you have to say, I love AfterBuzz TV, and then give us your funny laugh. It doesn't have to be like Maria's laugh, it can be your laugh, so just say, I love Maria. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, you can say, I love Maria, that's fine too. <laughs> Whatever you want to say, just I love Maria or I love AfterBuzz. And amazing. And also, I just want to let you guys know we've been working so hard and we finally developed our app for you guys. Oh, it's so, so you can download amazing. our app, um, AfterBuzz TV app. It's amazing, user friendly, incredible. So you can get our show on the go. You can listen, you can watch. It's awesome. Thank you, especially to Phil, who's helping us out in the booth. He works so hard on that and we Yay, really appreciate Phil! it. Phil, now the fans are going to be real happy because now you guys can get the videos quicker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love it. We always love apps, right? Yes. yes. It's amazing. It really is. It's very like cool. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for joining us this week. Kevin, thank you for once again. Hey, you know what, Phil? I know we out of time to do predictions because next week's all about AfterBuzz, you guys. Oh, yes. yeah. I know. And honestly, I was sitting there for the conversation. And now, yeah, you, know, you know how it went down because you were there with Maria on the, on the speakerphone and not too pleased with us. Um, you guys are going to have to tune in and see, but it's crazy. Is uh, it as bad as we think it's going to be? She flips the lid. <laughs> we see Maria pissed. I, 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 you know what? I flipped the lid. And here, here's what I'll say. I remember speeding onto the property, getting my anger issues that I probably have to work on. <laughs> Phil and I were over here and we... Phil came up to me white as a ghost, this very studio, and said, uh, I, 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 your business manager's just called. We, we, we don't have any more money. What do you mean we don't have any more money? We're, we're in the middle of a full renovation. We're installing another stu- another a screening room, a full screening room, and a studio. But what, are they ta- what are you talking about? You're crazy. And then uh, she called. She in the middle of that she calls and she's just screaming at me we're done that's it we're shut off and, uh, and um, hangs up and 
And when I was going back to the property, um, I just remember walking by the crew and saying, listen, I don't want to take it on you guys. I'm really upset right now. Um, you know for the show to work, we have to be honest. We have to be real. And I said, so that's the case. Finish your burritos. Follow me into the gym now with your cameras. Because <laughs> I said, I am effing pissed. I said, yes. you have no idea how pissed. I'm totally humiliated. I mean, like our whole crew is here. It's totally humiliated. You talk about being emasculated and embarrassed. And you totally shake the confidence of your staff. He's like, we're out of money? What? And, uh, and yeah, big, big, big giant blowout. You know? Should we call Kathy and ask for a little money from her? From Yeah, you know it's sad. Kathy Wood. That's the oh. irony, you know. So anyway, so I I don't know what it, it's edited like, but that was uh, that's a that's a, a uh, that's a major blowout. And no matter spoiler yeah, alert, thank you. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but they no matter, they don't want no, to give away too much. No matter how much though, though we fight about that stuff, it's it's unbelievable. It's still yeah. She in the she, afterwards she'll say, you know, with a thing. Oh my God, you were right. Thank God, <laughs> thank God, you made us go on bar rescue. That was so much fun. I cannot believe uh, the fans love it. Blah blah. Fought me every step of the way. I don't have time. I, uh, 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 but same thing here. Fights, fights, fights. Afterwards, you were right, and then something else comes up and fights me again. <laughs> she doesn't learn her lesson. No, it doesn't. So probably let's have her next week. Yeah, let's have her in here next week. I don't want to sit through next week. <laughs> to put her through the ringer well yeah. Kevin thank you so much Thanks, we know you gotta go and we have to go so much stuff happening um, you guys thank you so much tell everybody where they can find you guys uh, you can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer at DJ Jesse J you can find me at Susie Castillo Steph Bauer TV at I am Jessica King follow us at AfterBuzz TV too bye guys thank you from executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.